Hi, I'm Paul Patrick, and though I took 10 years of piano lessons when I was a kid, won all kinds of awards, can still sit down and play some of those pieces from back then, can't read a lick of sheet music. Hi, I'm Van Kelly, and I have a miniature schnauzer who barks too fucking much. What is happening and welcome to our show, Every Day I'm Different, a podcast celebrating the ironies of where our personalities take us. Each episode, me, Van Kelly, and my co-host, Paul Patrick, will give you guys an insight into our lives through personal stories on a variety of topics. How are you feeling today, Paul? I'm feeling good. Feeling pepped up. A little delicious coffee that I've just learned is a very good source of potassium. Sumatra blend? I have no idea, but I'm not eating a banana. I'm drinking coffee. Wait, coffee in general has tons of potassium? Uh, Not tons, apparently. Like uh, potassium, about 115 milligrams in Mm -hmm. eight ounces of coffee. A banana has around 400 milligrams, but... How, how many how many times do you only drink eight ounces of coffee? That's true. So I think probably in general, I'm probably getting in this cup right here, uh, half a banana's worth. How as we of humans are we just learning that this is a, uh, an acceptable way to get potassium? Uh, I don't know that we're just learning it. It's more one of those things where people haven't considered the rate at which we consume things, maybe. Maybe there's something different. I have a friend who works in nutrition, and so she just works revealed for big, this. Big K? Big Work, Potassium? Works for Big Protein, actually. She's oh, so on the, Big P. Yeah, on the Beef Council. Okay. What's the but, periodic uh, symbol for protein? <laughs> uh, not an element. <laughs> I know. So... Uh, but uh, P is for potassium. P, P is for potassium. No, yeah. K is for potassium. I know. That's why I said big All K right. earlier. <laughs> All right. We're off the rails talking about science already. I'm frisky. My dog's got me pissed off. If you hear him barking from the cage, I apologize. Let's get into it. Paul, you have a, a smaller topic. Yeah. Let's uh, let's let's talk about yours first, and then we'll end with mine because I've got a, a big old broad one to talk about. So log on this morning on Reddit, and there's a link about a delicious moist chocolate cake, and it immediately made me think 40. of how people hate the word moist. How do you feel about a word like moist? That this is probably mostly the internet doing this, and we can get into another episode of why I hate the internet. But <laughs> um, it's this big movement now that oh god, moist. No, don't say that word. I, I feel hate like that. that word. I feel like that movement has been around since. Like I was in college. Yeah. I would not say it's a new thing. I'm surprised it has been around this long. And it's know? got legs. It's got real legs. Yes. You know? It does. And I don't understand it. I'm trying to put it in some sort of hierarchy in mm-hmm. my head. All right. And again, fragile listeners, I'm not using these any of these words at or anybody. But I'm trying to think. Like the way people react to moist is not nearly as bad as the word cunt. It's like not offensive like that. It's more people are revolted or disgusted is, by it. That's what it is exactly. It's it's not an offense like on any sort of racial or religious terms. It's almost more like a phonetic connection or something. Right. Well, in, in fact, I, I was looking this up to find, first of all, I've got a list of 29, 28 and moist. 
gross sounding words in English that everyone hates. Okay. Would you like everyone. to hear these words? This is scientifically proven. I, everyone on the planet hates, or in America hates these words. I give it the top ten at least. Okay. So no, moist. Well, oh, oh, let's go like every third. Let me get a random random spattering. Because right. the, first of all, this, this list is nonsense, so let's go at it with some nonsense. Chunky. Okay. Don't hate that word. I think it's funny. I like it. Squirt. Um, don't care. I, I, particularly funny when talking about a little pipsqueak. <laughs> Smear. Fine. Great word. Yeah. Phlegm. Um, okay. You know, nobody, uh, I mean, they're probably phlegm, Flemish, Flemishists. This one, there. this one, I'm so. beside myself. I don't understand. Lugubrious. Uh, was that talkative, right? No, I, isn't lugubrious kind of, Or shady. Uh, Lugubriously. Lugubriously. It's really like mournful, sad. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, well, nobody likes to be sad. Uh, is it that ooger sound? I, well, it. So. Brought to us by the Germans. I'll jump to the scientific reason why we hate these words, apparently. Oh, Researchers okay. have decided that, <laughs> by and large, it's they dislike the words because they associate them with bodily functions. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, here. exactly. Associated you smear with sex. Poop. Um, you smear poop. Right, exactly. You Lugubrious, I'm not quite sure about, other than it's just the oh, kind of that. Well, like, oh, after- Ulate is on this list. Oh, you late. Love After that. After you die from hanging yourself while masturbating, your family <laughs> becomes lugubrious. Sure, I it's think very, very it's sad. So yeah. Uh, secrete. R.I.P. Secretion. Who's that from Kung Fu? Who did David Carradine? Didn't David he Carradine. die like that? He did, and okay. I want to say in Thailand. He was found in his closet. Ah, <laughs> uh, of course. Now how that should be one? on the national flag of Thailand. This one I feel like is a a controversial word. Panties. Panties? Panties? How is that? Some people absolutely hate that word. You know? Who, um, without stereotyping, give me some, like, uh, breakdown of the people in that you know hate that word. I Are think, we talking men, women, old, young? I think it's white? more women. Okay. And I think it's an association with a young girl. Like, I think it's a young, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A diminutive word. And a, a, pu- it's a prepubescent a it's, word. It's without a doubt what probably all American uh, parents call the underwear as they put it on the girl as a child. Maybe, maybe. Now I'm trying to think about what they called my underwear. I think it was just called underwear. Mine was just underwear. But I would I'm say not the competing a- word that I actually, it feels weird to me, underpants. Underpants... Feels like a, it's not a word I hate. I would say it's a non-sexual word. It's a word I would if some use woman a, was like, "I'm taking off my underpants." It's a word I would use in a book for like a knight's clothes, like his <laughs> underpants, you know, and his his pantaloons. Now, here's something I love that the British uh, don't say panties; they say pants. When they say pants, they're talking about women's underwear because they call them. Pants, trousers. Trousers. Right. right. So I kind of, I wish we would adopt that because I, I get no, it. No, panties is. Okay. Well, I feel panties is, is panties. explicitly sexual these days, but like, pre-pubi- like prepubescent, barely oh, legal sexual. I disagree. No, I don't not know that, at all. I don't think the, the MILF uh, porns are oh. taking off their panties. Oh, absolutely. If they are, I think Dude, they're trying to associate it with younger. You are a, a, a straight heterosexual man or anybody attracted to females. Yeah. And you are at a bar, regardless of age, and a woman says something about her panties to you. Oh, yeah. You are going to get aroused. Yes. And that, to me, is the definitive, 
we can sit around and you could break down almost any word and it's going to bring up dredge some sort of memories or I agree. some connection. I agree with that. My body will typically tell me what I'm okay with and what I'm not. I guess and panties for me is a moist, word where... Both, going back to the original topic, they're both fine with me. Yeah. If said sexually. If, right. Yeah. See, I think this is all just bunk. I hate... Anybody who's saying, oh, I hate that word, like, uh, my immediate response, if someone's like, I don't like the word moist, yeah. I'll start using it all the time. Uh-huh. It is definitely contextual for me with panties. Yeah. I think it's a little weird if someone's like, yeah, I'm going to go buy some panties. Right. Uh, you know, we're not in the right situation for that. Now, I'm but, a big proponent of, of you know, me and you uh, were raised. you remember, like, I feel like where you learn it, where our generation learned about passion was like not sex and not the dirty stuff, but like passion was soap operas. You know, you're okay. home in the summer, they're on in the daytime. You see okay. a, my mom like watched one or two, uh, I don't know, maybe it's like a white trash slow. No, 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 my anyway, mom watched anyway. all, all my children. It, 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 oh man, fuck, now I can't remember where I was going with this. Um, we learned passion from soap operas. I learned passion from the Sears catalog, but what? <laughs> okay. Um, it, it, like, I don't think sex should... Oh, I remember completely where I was going now. I don't think sex should always be this... this. Like, I think it's okay to have fun and laugh and oh, have absolutely. a good time. I'd much rather have that sex. kind of sex. So any kind of sex... Like, any word in can be sexual to you. You can make me laugh with the word genocide and make it sexy in some way, probably. Yeah. You know? Because I'm not thinking <laughs> Wait, about I just agreed with that blindly. <laughs> Never mind. Keep going. No? <laughs> No, I'm not sure how you're using what genocide girl, in context. What if the girl was like, I'm going to blow you until I commit genocide on your load or something like that. I'm going to just, I would probably stop and ask her to parse that statement out for me. Like, wait, what? Okay, well, I, I then think good. That, you're starting a conversation, a back and forth. There's, right. There's something going there. Right. Uh, but the one last thing on panties um, that I feel like is a, a, a nail on its coffin a little bit is Seinfeld. Do you remember the Seinfeld episode? Yes, absolutely. Where he's like, the, the panties your mother laid out for you? The, the, All right, automatically gross. Yes, okay, because of the word that, mother. That context. Absolutely. But I feel like a lot of people probably are not able to not think of that context. Well, then you're so, a stupid person. Yeah, I think it's just more that it's you've been conditioned that way, and so I get it. But I also feel like, but by see, and large, then, if you find a like word gross, said, it's stupid. It, but, like, it's just a word. But then, like, inversely, what did your... I, I brought this up earlier. I'm not sure if we completed this thought. What What did your parents call your, your underwear? When they, I don't remember. I, I want to say it was underwear. underwear yeah. Right? And we do not have some negative connotation to, to underwear. If some girl was like, it's, if anything, vanilla, but it doesn't disgust me. It doesn't. I think it has make, something to do with panties being a uh, more explicitly female term and young females. I still think it's on that line. And I guess I'll just say, I was about to say, oh, I think anybody who thinks words uh, are, have a meaning that grosses them out is stupid. But at the same time, I will also respect if somebody t- if my girlfriend says I don't like the word panties then I don't use that word yeah. like I mean if she's like I, I'd rather not you say cunt or pussy or yeah. whatever we'll come up oh, with oh you've you got know. that weird condition where you like your sexual partner to feel comfortable with you <laughs> oh, I know man. fuck me right yeah what a weird movement <laughs> that is no I'm with you uh, but at were the we same were we just talking time- to somebody recently who was like uh, oh uh, it was yeah never mind a, a friend yes who was like what? Calls his uh, his girlfriend calls it bajingo or something. 
Oh God, I remember that, but I can't remember. I don't remember what the actual it was. It was just on Saturday. Okay. I don't remember where it was on Saturday. It was oh, right here. Okay. It was right here. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've, I've singled out who it is. Then. Okay. Um, yeah, that's disgusting. And not yeah. disgusting. I, that, that was a hyper. That, I mean, I'm still going to respect, so, but the, the gross sounding thing like moist, like no, moist, I, I don't understand. Okay. You so know? here's where we get into the thing though. What if, and I guess it would just be a bad pairing sexually then, but it's not really a reason to leave somebody. What if, you know, your girlfriend, like you just said, you would adhere to it all. I'm not gonna, but what if you enjoyed to the same degree using the word panties? I am fairly certain that in any serious relationship I'd be in, there'd be good enough communication that if she hated the word and I loved the word, we would communicate and compromise on, all right, we'll use it sometimes, sometimes yeah, there you we'll go. not. All right, that's all I wanted. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. All right, moving on. Do you want to move on? Second topic? Discharge. See you later. That's the last... Uh, that was just another gross word that people... Oh, They discharge. don't like the word discharge. I actually, probably out of all the words you've read, that's the one I like least. Really? Yeah. Because uh, I don't... It's a I bodily do, function. I do... Oh, I wasn't even thinking... See, the reason my If someone finds a discharge is, in their panties, then it's, you're it's, super grossed out. No, I am not. No, I'm not no, either. I'm I didn't not. say it's a bodily thing. Uh, it's fine. Right, no, but see, my connection, I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I liked it least. Okay. Okay? And the reason is I'm connecting it with, I do fine with a lot of stuff. I'm okay with, like, not, not like, I'm not talking about rolling around in, but if I was like a doctor, you know, like saliva doesn't bother me. I could maybe be a dentist. Blood I'm okay with. Bones sticking out of skin, I'm a little, that's crossing the line for me. But a big one for me is pus. I don't do well with pus. And pus is a word on here. discharge. Pus is on here. Like, I associate the word discharge with pus. Yeah. Because discharge to me sounds like a negative getting out of your body, whereas like all the other discharges you said is like a positive thing. Yeah. You know? Anywho, anywho. Anyway, gusset. All right. <laughs> My topic is a big one. Okay. Uh, so big, one would say, you know, a hemisphere rests on Scoot it. Scoot in and look more interested. Here we go. <laughs> uh, you know, an entire hemisphere has been built upon Ooh, Which it. one? Uh, you know, the good one. <laughs> Capitalism. God. <laughs> Let's talk about capitalism. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say from the outset that I know that I'm not nearly smart enough or know enough to uh, very informatively discuss this, and yet I do have opinions. Okay, so good. Wonderful. Go for it. I absolutely, I think I have shared on this podcast, maybe I took uh, one economics class in college. It was, it was macro, and I did not do well in it. I took the final pass-fail and got a D-minus. So I am also... Not at all qualified to discuss this topic, but I got a lot of opinions on it. Okay. Okay. First off, one word response here. Capitalism, fan or no? No. Okay. Me either. Are, yes or no? Are there things about capitalism you like? Yes. Oh, that was a very skeptical yes. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to really analyze the extent to which the things I like are... Or are not offset by disadvantages. Right. So, like, yes, I imagine yes. Yeah. But... You take it from a full, broad spectrum. Right. Just the ability that it gives a possibility to allow people to do what they enjoy. Yes. If nothing else, that's, yes. you know. Yes. But that is the seed of capitalism. And where it is gone is, is really... And again, I don't know the ins and outs. And I would hope somebody... 
probably illogically to think like this. Somebody would very rationally, rationally explain uh, to us on on Twitter or social media where we are wrong. Probably yeah. will not be rational, but <laughs> probably be littered with all sorts of uh, colorful Man, language. You just talked about the freedoms that it allows, and I just read a sentence, one little tiny sentence that just demolished that. Uh, an economist says it's uh, somewhat less known that capitalism leads to the almost complete destruction of economic freedom. Economic freedom. I was talking about more of like – and I didn't say granted. I said okay. it allowed a chance. I see. All okay? Right. Yeah, but I'm also absolutely. not talking about economic. I'm talking about – I'm going to stop looking it up now. Your uh, – uh, what you enjoy to do. You're like passion. Yeah. Okay. You know? It, it's like – I guess that's not true. And like, you know, until recently, if your passion was gambling, you could fuck all, right? Fuck off. If your passion was whoring yourself out, like, I guess you fuck all. You couldn't do that. So it's not complete freedom by any means. Okay. You know, if you wanted to peddle drugs, you were not allowed to do that. Well, that's not capitalism, is it? In fact, I would think capitalism would be in favor of you doing that. It's our society placing laws against those things. Right. That's sort of what I'm talking about. Okay. The right. whole idea of capitalism, all of it, those laws included, how we how we are enacting See, I would capitalism that in this country. We're talking about, oh, how we're doing it in this country. In okay. this country. I'm okay. not talking about just – at times I will talk about the basic structure because the basic structure is still here. Okay. But I also want to talk about the laws and the limitations and stuff. That's what I was saying. Like if you're an artist and your art is – and your passion is painting, you have the ability to maybe try to make a living in that. Yeah. Right? That was the, the chance for – people to express themselves I was talking about but then also the laws yes if your passion is whoring yourself out in this country you can't do that I, I just have one immediate comment about okay. that again this is like a place of complete ignorance but it feels yeah. like capitalism is not the system in which to pursue being an artist like it se- seems like a, a society that um, let's say a socialist society or a, some kind of completely egalitarian society you would have far more freedom to uh, explore your passions because you wouldn't have to worry about sustaining yourself. You know, I mean, how many artists do you know cannot make a living as an artist? And so they can't. Again, you're going into the minutia of it. I'm okay. just saying it's there. Is it a fact or not that people in this country are buying art? Yeah. Okay. So okay. there's a market for it. That's all, right. all I'm saying. Okay. All right. If your passion is electronic, people are buying electronics. Okay. If you're good at woodworking, people are buying furniture. Yeah. Like that's all I meant by it. Okay. And that's the idea behind it. Okay. Right? Now, obviously there are all sorts of constraints and laws and what economic system you're born into and, and all sorts of limitations. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Now, I don't even know where to go from here, to be honest, now that we know what we're talking about. You start reading Wikipedia. I don't um, know. Well, give me some thoughts. You said you're not a fan. Give me some specific instances in your life because I always like the to break it down on a personal level. We could quote, you know – Statistics from people who live in New York City, or people, you know, politicians, or or uh, philosophers, or uh, uh, professors who have studied it and live in a different uh, wage bracket, uh, salary bracket than we do, income bracket, whatever. You yourself, how has capitalism? What has it done to you personally that's made you say, "I'm not a fan of it"? Um, I I would say, and I have no idea how much this is based on my social class and my mm-hmm. upbringing, but I have zero interest in the accumulation of wealth. Okay. The only, the only interest I have in accumulating wealth 
well, I say just zero, but no, it's not zero, obviously. The only interest I do have is simply for giving myself the opportunity to pursue passions or to enjoy life, uh, leisure, you know, that, that I, I do not see accumulation of wealth as the goal. And I completely do not understand those who feel that their major goal in life is to accumulate wealth. Okay. My first question with that would be, would you accept tremendous wealth if it was given to you? Um, yes, but okay. only as a means to a different end. It's not the end of, in and of itself. And correct me if I'm wrong, I just kind of feel like capitalism in general, it, it, one of the goals anyway, is the accumulation of wealth. Like That's kind of where my mind goes with it too. Yeah. And this is where the the basis of all the other problems stem, stem from, yeah. for me. Again, very ignorant. Again, don't know. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. But the way I look at it is if I start a business to be successful in capitalism, mm-hmm. every single year my business must make more money. Yeah. Right? Like right. That's part of the definition, the equation sure. of a, of a uh, uh, positive capitalistic venture. Right. If so, they're not making more for their CEOs, for their right. shareholders. Well, I'm not even speaking about where it goes. I'm sure. just talking about the bottom line. Right. 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 So, you know – and I've noticed that this is where it comes into my life, you know, not that I'm like complaining or this is a big deal, but this is just where I've noticed it. And it's frustrating is like off the top of my head, a restaurant I enjoy. Okay. Since I've become like a cognizant consumer and adult in my society and you keep track of your money and how much you're getting for your money and stuff like that and yeah. you're saving and all that stuff. I've noticed that, you know, and people talk about it. This is not some revelation, but you know, back in my day, a uh, value meal at McDonald's cost this amount of money. Now it costs this. I understand cost of living goes up. But to me, I'm also noticing and seeing that the quality goes down and then the sizes go down. And if every year you've got to make money, doesn't that stand to logic that eventually they're just going to get smaller and smaller and the price goes up and up because right. you've got to make more money every year? You've yeah. got to lay off people. You've got if, to pay if them that is less, your main and right? one only like, goal, obviously there's going to be people who are not in it to accumulate wealth. You know, right. They have to operate within the capitalist system, but at the same time, as long as they're getting by, it's their passion to own a coffee shop or a restaurant or whatever, and they want to provide that service because it's what they want. It's not a. It's not about the wealth. In fact, they might so even donate all their profits to charities. Maybe you know. that's one of the best parts about capitalism is it allows you to be the hoarder of wealth or the servant of your your community, the person who's doing it out of love and doing it to give people something they want in the yeah, community. Right. You know, it allows for both. The problem isn't doesn't that lead though to a problem of even though we say that you can't have a monopoly, clearly monopolies do exist. Yeah. Or at least because I'm not smart enough the word for a couple companies being a monopoly. Right. You know, do you know the word for that? I don't know. Conglomerate? It, I don't know. No, they're not I'm not saying they're all connected or owned by the same people, but oh. like four people control electricity. You right. Know? Right. Well, no, that's not a monopoly, but if four people are splitting 600 quadrillion dollars. That's right. damn close. Right. So if you have so many, if, if the amount of people who are hoarding money in a capitalistic, capitalistic society outnumber the people who are just in it for the good and to just get by, 
aren't the hoarders going to eventually take all the money? Oh, sure. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I would say yes. Or I was about to give the out. example of like chain restaurants swooping in and, and yeah. pushing, pushing out the mom and pop places. I would say in the last maybe decade, there's been a push in this country in smaller towns maybe and, and probably in the bigger ones too for, you know, farm to table, locally sourced, uh, support your local businesses. And so there's been Absolutely. a – I think that the obituaries for some mom and pop places were written a little too soon back in the 2000s. Okay. But, but so yeah, even I, think I think you're right. You think, know? Of, think of somebody you know from your community or growing up, you know, who started a, a locally owned restaurant. Right. Do, or do you know anybody who's necessarily wealthy that you would put no, into like the other No, not that I know of. It's yeah. they, they just... That's why that's why the chain restaurants are in business to make wealth for their companies and shareholders. Right. But the local people are, you know, more into the passion right. of it and not making. So they're not succeeding necessarily yeah. in a capitalist society. Right. You know, see, on a food level or like an yeah, art where I go. level, <laughs> or you know, that's just so much easier to do if you're like. If you grow up and you study, I don't know, you're fucking into Nicholas Tesla and you really, you know, you have a hard on for for Ben Franklin and you're like, I like electricity. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can just be like, I'm going to start up an electricity company and get it to the people sure. who are impoverished and need it and want quality, like, you know, uh, uh, customer service. You're kind of fucked in the big stuff, right? And then those companies have so much money they can dip their their hands into smaller markets and then right. start buying it up it just all seems well, it just seems like the direction that we're going. I have friends who throw around the term "end stage capitalism" at this point, and they were in. That means. I don't really either, other than it sounds just, like an episode of Mr. Robot. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know that we're necessarily there, but. Um, I guess it's a stage at which, you know, like you say, the little guy is being completely uh, squeezed out and now it is only about the corporations. Um, this gets into politics for sure and uh, the different uh, political parties whom they support. And, and we it really, seems like Republicans yeah. or conservatives in this country used to be more interested in social issues, but now it seems like they're only interested in lining the pockets of the bigger companies. Taxes, and, tax and cuts. And the Democrats and liberals money. honestly seem not that far off from that either, that they're interested in hoarding the money, protecting the corporations. When corporations in this country are now treated like... Uh, actual corporeal bodies, you know, have rights of a human or whatever. Yeah, it's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, what we're doing, or your speech and what I was saying before that too, it's like two two nerdy guys trying to encapsulate that speech from Dark Knight Rises about the one percent will <laughs> or uh, the ninety nine percent will rise up, only not nearly as ominous. Or sexy. You don't say it as sexy as Anne Hathaway does. I'm sorry. It's, it's all right. I mean, I am wearing a full latex suit, but... <laughs> I wondered uh, why. How yeah. did you know we were going to talk about capitalism and then connect it to a Christopher Nolan a Very good guess. Okay. Um, any other thoughts on capitalism? We could probably talk about it forever. I'm just tired of seeing the quality of stuff go down and the price go up because the bottom line has to be made. Well, and obviously, you and I are in... I guess they argue that the middle class doesn't exist anymore, and yet you and I are so much better off to critique right. capitalism than the 99% well, my argument who have with, no choice yeah. but to toll away right. every day. Well, my argument with, for that would just be that, like, the lower, le- just because the, the lowest level, 
not the lowest, obviously, but if a lower level of living slides up because technology slides up too, you're still not above the low level. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I mean, we are both educators right. and salaries of educators have gone down comparative yeah. to inflation. And so right. what does this country value? What does capitalism value? Yeah. You know, what do we, we get this little dole every couple of weeks. Well, I'm not even talking about us. I'm talking yeah. about like, you know, the, the single mother, the single father who's sure. got three kids and who works shifts at like, you know, a, a supermarket. Though just because they may have, you know, uh, high definition television and cell phones and stuff like that, that doesn't mean that they are in a good spot. Oh no, absolutely not. Absolutely, right? Not. It's almost like a you know trick the dumb with the shiny object or trick the poor yeah. with shiny objects. Right. While we're and we can be uh, indignant about the fact that LeBron James opens a school that costs five DeVos yachts. Yes. You know, and right. we can be indignant about that, but what in this society, what does that do? Like, is that going to change? Yeah. Are we going to shame Betsy DeVos into, oh, you're right. Let me sell these and open up a school. Like, that's not happening. No, so, not at all. Yeah. Um, I thought I had something else to say. Quality of stuff going down. Uh, no, that's about it. Paul, <laughs> any other thoughts? Fuck capitalism. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know if I want to say that, but fuck the people who who use it incorrectly. Yeah. You know, the greed. Fuck the greed. And yet, this is another topic. Can you have capitalism without greed? I mean, if you're if the entire purpose, and again, this is completely uninformed. Uh-huh. If it's about the accumulation of wealth, then what what is there but greed to me that's greed why do you need it what do you need that for why do you need once again Betsy DeVos's massive summer home that right. you know looks like fucking Wayne Manor mm. so and that's her summer home what's the point you know did she finger bang you recently without your consent <laughs> you you really got a uh, you're really out for blood yes. on Betsy we all should be okay <laughs> let's uh let's find our bane and let's take <laughs> over <laughs> it sounds know. like it's going to be the rock doesn't it God, I hope so. <laughs> I would be all in. I tell you what, if uh, if it comes down to what that kook uh, um, uh, Michael Moore is always talking about storming Washington D.C. with pitchforks, I would. If it came to that, The Rock is who I would want. You know, charging in battle. Oh, like a, he would be like hanging Norman off a helicopter. <laughs> you know, his his shorts his shirt sleeves torn off. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be a good image, a good photo, time mm-hmm. photo of the year. Uh, this has been Every Day I'm Different uh, for Paul Patrick. I'm Van Kelly. Thanks, guys. Take care.